Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before uh, we get into the podcast, just want to give a quick shout out, uh, you know, to, hey, if you're willing to give us a review, five stars, four stars, whatever you want to give us, we'll appreciate the the feedback and the comments that uh, that come to our podcast and even come to our network as well. I know all of us take that seriously. Furthermore, uh, I'll tell you, you know, we've got a lot coming out. Uh, Zach Griffith uh, finally is putting out some podcasts for you all to check out on the Circle City Cinema. Uh, it's it's uh, it's good monologue content. Uh, if you went to see the Black Panther movie, uh, the, the latest one, very, very good, very detailed uh, discussing that movie. So please be, don't be afraid to check that out. And then uh, Alex Burr and, and J.D. Hall uh, went on the Power Hour. And, and you know, Bryce, I, uh, I might as well get a royalty for every time I mentioned on that podcast. They can't have that podcast without my name in their mouth. So uh, once again, if if you're uh, if if you, if you want to listen to that, you know, listen to that pod and, and listen to my name uh, continuously get used, uh, please don't be afraid to, to do that. Uh, so without further ado, uh, Bryce, we got a big week. Thanksgiving, uh, Sunday night football, Monday night football, like everything. There's just a lot. I mean, we're more games this week, right? A lot of games. Yeah, a lot of yeah. games. But we had Thanksgiving. We had some great Thanksgiving games. I was thoroughly entertained, Caleb. I don't know about you. And, and you know, just to give the, the listeners some clarity, we did not have an episode last week. Uh, just a combination of things did not work out for the two of us. to. We schedule. took a holiday break. We took the holiday off. Because we can. We Yes. And and so, our, again, our apologies. Uh, but, it, you know, looking back at those games, um, you know, there obviously would have been some to talk about, but nothing, you know, insane, I would argue, uh, from that slate. So, Bryce, I, I guess... The Thanksgivings, you know, because those are the ones that you were watching with your grandpa, your grandma, your every person. And you probably had to explain everything to your grandma and grandpa, or you had to hide your bed slips because you couldn't let your grandma know that you were betting. So let's talk about the uh, the Giants and the Cowboys to start off this this matchup. Two divisional opponents. Uh, the Cowboys come in here at five and three or sorry, six and three with the win. Dak Prescott, I don't believe, has ever lost to the Giants except two times early in his career. Giants fall back to 7-4. Bryce, you're darlings. You're darlings. And the New York Giants don't look like darlings much more after this loss. They don't. They're one game behind Dallas. Give me a break, please. They don't look, they don't look Give like Give me a break, darlings. please. They oh, look like they look better than your Jets? We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will talk about your Jets. No, I'm look. Okay, Dallas is on a roll right now. Um, So I expected the Giants to lose this game, Um, but they were still competitive. It's not like they weren't competitive. Yeah, that's fair. Um, You know, they still played well. They've been they've been slaughtered by injuries. Let's just be on the real here. Mm -hmm. They've lost so many receivers. They lost so many guys on the defense, the offensive line. This is a crippled team, but for them to be able to still compete with this team, I think, I think is, is good. I think it's good. I think it's good news. In fact, they were up on the, on the Cowboys at half. Yeah, they were up. So, I mean, the resiliency of the Giants continues to amaze me. Brian Dable has still done an amazing job at coach. Honestly, I'd probably consider him for coach of the year. Honestly. Yeah. 
I, I think he's, he's got to be He's in there, the right? mix. I'm not he's saying he's the runaway. The yeah. yeah, he's got to be in the mix yeah. because I think I think what McCarthy has done with Dallas is, is is incredible as well, even though they have all the talent in the world to do it. Right, right. It's still a good win for Dallas. What about your it, boy O'Connell in Minnesota? Oh, uh, you know, you... Ooh. Caleb, you know, you know, I love me some. You know, you know, I love me some Minnesota. You know, I love me some Minnesota, and we're going to talk about them too. But uh, this is a good win for Dallas um, at home. Obviously, put the pressure on on the Philadelphia Eagles to continue to win. Um, Dallas has positioned themselves for a a wild card, an easily won wild card position here, mm-hmm. unless this accident waiting to happen. Dallas Cowboys has the accident once again. Well, don't hold my breath with this team. No, no, no. I get, I get what you're meaning. Um, But here, here's the thing, Bryce, like most years we're looking at, we're looking at like 10, 11 teams, right? Like hanging in the mix here. Mm -hmm. I think the NFC is very, you know, cut and dry after you get, to after you get past Seattle, pretty much because Atlanta and Detroit, for the most part, that's such a you know, again, Atlanta specifically, that's divisional at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not really wild card positioning. But if I was Dallas, <laughs> this might be a hot take for you, but I'm curious if you would agree with it. I wouldn't mind being the first wild card spot. Yeah, sure. Because you can get. That horrible NFC South winner, horrible. I don't care. It, it'll it be is. the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. And we, you know what? We're me and Zach were talking about this. It is unbelievable that the Bucks are going to get a home playoff game. It's it's honestly yeah, downright they, they embarrassing. It. It's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we'll but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That that's what I would want to be. And if you're the Giants, look. I mean, I, I agree with you. You're trying to weather the storm here. That's ultimately the injuries are killing you. I. I I texted you this last week. We didn't really get to talk about it. You know, Wandale Robinson, that injury, I, I just think that's a really big deal. To me, that yeah. was your most promising pass target. That was the guy that, you know, if you had a belief in the passing game working, for me, that was the guy that you had belief in and their weapons. Um, I just think that it's going to be interesting because this offensive line, they have really invested some draft picks in it, right? And, mm. you know, those guys are young and I think those guys have to step up. Like those guys are going to have to win them games. They're going to have to win. And we're, we like, we should be talking about the giants. If they beat the commanders next week, I, it, the trenches have to be the first thing that comes to our mind. If they're going to win the game. Yeah. They're, they have to win the trenches offensive with the offensive line and defensive line. That is their strengths. Everything else is banged up. So I, I'm curious to see kind of how they respond because I do feel like there's a chance they could come out really trying to swing at home in a massive, massive divisional game. Next yep. up, um, Bills, Lions, 28-25. Bills got lucky. Uh, 28-25 game, five and three, Detroit four and seven. You know, the Detroit Lions played, I think, pretty good all game. Um, but, you know, at the end, they just couldn't hold on. Uh, you know, it's probably because you give Khalif Raymond six targets. Uh, but, but you know, Bryce, I just, this is a team in, in Buffalo here that 
you know, when this is not a good win uh, by any stretch of imagination. I understand that they played, you know, that Monday and then had to go into that Thursday. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason this game should have been a three point game in favor of the Bills. No reason at all. No, I will counter with this, though. I have a couple things on this game. I will counter with this. I, th- I feel like the Detroit Lions are playing some good ball right now. They're playing tough physical ball. Um, Amon Ra, St. Brown is healthy, and you see what he can do when he's healthy. I mean, he oh, yeah. is an absolute monster. DJ Chark is working his way back. This, I think this is his first game back. Um, they're going to get reinforcements with the rookie, Jamison Williams, a little speedster that you can throw on the slaughter on the outside. I'm still baffled by the DeAndre Swift situation. Yeah, it's I weird. Too. It's yeah. weird to me. I I know that, you know, there's been there's been issues with with his health, but also his effort. It's just weird. It's weird to me. Um, I'd like to see Swift get more touches. I know he had to, uh, nine total touches. I'd like to see more than that. Agreed. Um, so, I mean, this was a tough game. Detroit is a tough out no matter what record they are right now. They're yeah. just a tough out. So I think Buffalo, it, it took some heroics by Josh Allen again to win this game. But I'll be honest, Caleb, I am not impressed with Buffalo this season. They, they've they put up points on some really bad teams, I, and, the, and it makes it look good. Yeah. But when we're, when we're getting to the nitty-gritty, yes, they beat the Chiefs, but I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced sure. that they are, that this is the Super Bowl winning team. They have the elements. They have the components right, for a Super right, Bowl winning team. Right. But I am not convinced. And honestly, Caleb, I don't know that Odell Beckham Jr. joining your squad for them or Dallas makes that much of a difference either. We're talking about a guy with two ACL injuries. I don't, I don't know. think he saw. I don't know for Buffalo. I'll be honest. I don't think he does anything. No. In fact, Von Miller getting lowers. hurt hurts your team. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you look at their wins, you're right, Bryce. They, they've beaten teams that are, you know, again, every good team that they had on their schedule. Two points, three points, four points, three points, three points, eight points. Like, it's not, it, it's, it, you're right. They've counted on bad teams. They've taken advantage of bad situations. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, who they got next week, you know, look, I'm not a big fan of this roster they got over there in New England, but. I mean, there's no reason. I mean, you're, you know Belichick's staying up all day, all night, trying to figure out how Josh Allen doesn't do what he did last year to them. Yeah. And I, that's going to be a fascinating game for, the new, for you know, see kind of what these teams are made of in the divisional. I mean, I think this is an opportunity to be a Bill Belichick stamp game where he kind of puts a show on with, Ooh, with the scheme. Interesting. Um, I, honestly, I like that. from a betting I like perspective, that. I really like the plus five and a half. Next up, the, like uh, the Patriots and, and the Vikings, speaking of which, the Patriots, uh, faced this Minnesota team. And, and you know, look, um, the, the, the Vikings, 33 to 26. Vikings go to nine and two. Patriots, uh, look, they, they are they're done. I mean, they really are done. Just because I picked them at plus five and a half doesn't mean I think that they're going to be a legit threat to the playoffs. They're done. Mac, jo- Mac Jones is not going to give them what they need. Uh, this offense is not giving them what they need. Uh, this defense, to me, was a fine defense. It was giving them enough. But, you know, you face a decent offense like the Minnesota Vikings, who came in there primetime Kirk Cousins, uh, didn't show up. Uh, he had a fantastic uh, game in this one, Bryce. Suck it, Zach. Suck I, it, I Zach. Think, I think the Vikings came in here saying, look, 
we get this win, we got one more game till we win the division. One yeah. more game. You got to get one more win. They get the division price. That's incredible. And, yeah. and you know what I would do if I'm, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this because this is something I've been thinking about. If Minnesota clinches the division, you're already clinched to a top four position. And I get it. You want to have higher seeds, whatever. People won't like this. Probably not a lot of fans. I would try to pull some NBA-like stuff. Oh, see, I don't like this. I don't like this. If you clinch the division. Oh, no, I don't like this. If you clinch the division next week, you go all in and you beat the Jets. I'm not saying you do it every time. I'm not saying you have, but I'm saying, okay, week. So what's this week? So we're at week 13. Yeah, 13. Week 14, bench Dalvin Cook. Week 15, bench Justin Jefferson. Week 16, bench Kirk Cousins. Bench a couple defensive players. Like, I, I'm just saying, there's an argument for it. You, you've, already yes. clinched, you've already clinched home field. You've already clinched home field. And the other divisional winners that are in there, San Francisco and Tampa Bay. San Francisco would be the only team that would potentially jump over you. They're the only ones. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, unless you're really, unless the, the one seed is open. I mean, I guess, what do you think about, what do you think about that take? And just how do you, how would you approach the rest of the season if you were Minnesota with this gigantic divisional lead? Mm-hmm. Well, first off, just quick thing about the game. That game was really fun. It was, it was a shootout. Yes. And like what's weird is New England only ran the ball a total of 13 times, which is unlike the, the recent New England offense. You Mac Jones. Coach built it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, also they have Justin Jefferson and New England doesn't. So there's that. Yeah. 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 But um, I hate the, the benching players because it never works out. And also here, here's what I think too. I think if you go for a top seed, if you put pressure on Philly to keep winning the way they are, I think I think it makes an interest. I think it's worth the I think it's worth the go ahead. Okay. If you All were right. if you were like if you were eight and three, okay, I might I might go maybe a little bit with it. Probably not, but if they're eight three, I might consider you a little would, bit you more. Consider it. You're okay. only one game back. Mm. Why not? Why not? It's fair. It's fair. Go for it. You know, you got you got Justin freaking Jefferson. You have Dalvin Cook. Right. I think these reps are important, man. I think these reps are really important. I, I think it's sure. I think it's good for a first year coach to do something like this. We see a lot of success with first year coaches this year. Um, yeah. yeah. You know I'm all in on Minnesota, man. You know I'm all in on this. Yeah, I know you. You love them, I, and I, and look, I I think this is a team that that has the talent. It, it really comes, and honestly, it's going to come down to one guy. It it, it really is going to come down to Cook Cousins. This roster mm-hmm. is too talented. This roster is talented. This roster has so much promise, but at the end of the day, you know Kirk's going to have to play well in the big moments, and you know this is a new regime in Minnesota here. And, you know, if Cousins is not what he, if he's not going to lift this team up again, if he's not going to lift this team and get them some wins in the playoffs, there is going to be a level of, oh, shoot, what do we have to do to take advantage of what we got with O'Connell in this roster? 
I mean, mm-hmm. th- there's going to be those conversations. Next up, uh, we'll get into the rest of the week. Uh, I'm I'm very excited uh, to talk about this game because the the, the for so many reasons, uh, Bryce, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just blew this game all night long, and Stefanski and the Browns just kept hold of it. And a guy, probably, you know, what? I felt so good. You know, you you I, I bet you felt good too. Seeing a guy that everybody's been hating on for years and David and Joku, a guy that you and I have defended for years, make incredible plays to yeah. get them that win, that incredible one-handed catch to, to get that game to overtime. That's right, man. Browns just grinded out this game. And obviously, the big storyline is, oh, shoot, they get Deshaun Watson. We sure? that you're trying to start him? And are you sure that it's just a guaranteed lock that Watson's just going to ride the same wavelength that this Browns team just fought with last week? Yeah, I, all of, all of his teammates have been raving about him, but it's one thing to go and practice. It's another thing to do it in a game. I am, I am still, I just, I'm still uneasy. I'm trying to keep a focus on the game, Caleb. I, I, re- I really do struggle with this whole thing. I struggle so bad with it. Hmm. Um, I really don't. I really hope Cleveland doesn't succeed. I know that sounds bad, but I just yeah. the whole principle of it just bothers yeah. me. Oh, I get it. I get it. Um, I do think that this is going to. I think Amari Cooper is who's already having a great season, but Dallas oh. didn't need him anyway. But uh, I think he's going to have an even better <laughs> season. I think guys like Donovan Peoples Jones is he's really going to start getting some uh, more attention, yeah, some national attention, some media attention because I think he's going to do well with with Deshaun Watson. Agreed. Um, Nick Chubb's just going to do his thing. You know, oh how, it is. You know how it is. I hope that I hope Stefanski doesn't what a get dominant cute, performance. I hope he doesn't get cute and starts, you know, sandbagging Nick Chubb because you have Deshaun Watson. That would be a mistake. Mm-hmm. That would be a big time mistake if mm-hmm. they do that. And Tampa, you want to see a run first team here from Cleveland. Yeah, I, I, th- yeah, I think I that's your bread and butter. That's what's gotten you here. Agree. And Good for boy. Tampa, LOL, LOL. <laughs> LOL below 500 and you're going to get a home playoff game. What a joke. <laughs> what a joke. Just, uh, I'm, so, I'm so, so tired bad. of hearing about Tampa, dude. I'm so tired. Oh, I can't oh, wait for God. Tom Brady to just peace out. <laughs> Caleb, should we talk for a second about the, did you see the rumor today? <laughs> Him going back to new England to daddy bill. I mean, Oh, oh I mean, my God. This I mean, is that's just so bad. This is this is stupid. This is so I'm so bad tired on your legacy, this. Tom. Like I yeah, run back to Daddy I Bill. On, I was actually on the defense for a while on like, oh, well, the Browns, you know, or that Tom Brady might have solidified himself here. But it's like if you go back to Belichick, you didn't solidify anything. No, you didn't prove anything. No, no, day, you go no back to Daddy Bill. Back. Yeah, you know, like it just. To me, that is just that is easily the most frustrating team. I don't even want to spend too much time talking about them because they're not that good. Yeah, they're not that good. Like Todd Bowles, I think really mismanaged some things, but they're not that good. And and the Browns were able to get huge plays defensively. I'm tired of it all being about 
Tampa play calling. When you look at what Miles Garrett was doing, Miles Garrett was owning the Bucks offensive line off double teams, off to, on, a, on a chop block. Like they're just finding ways to get to the. You know, they just found ways to get to Brady, and Brady just cannot execute at the level of which he used to execute. He just can't. Um, that's not coming back. Um, that part of his game is not coming back, in my opinion. Uh, massive, massive game for the Browns. Next up. Uh, the Bengals and the Titans. The Bengals come out with an incredible response on the road, twenty to sixteen. Uh, Bryce, you know, you and I have not been as optimistic on Tennessee. We've just seen this team for years. We've just seen we 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 have, you know we watch them. You know, we're in an area where we see them more often than probably the rest of the National Joes. The Bengals just killed them. My God, I mean that score doesn't reflect it. They did what they wanted at will. When you look at what T. Higgins did against that secondary, he did what he wanted at will. And the defense for the Bengals, stuffing Henry. I mean, I just, if you make Tannehill beat you, you're going to win. Oh, yeah. You're going to win. Why is that so difficult? It, why is it so difficult for teams to do? I mean, I get it that Henry's such a tough guy to bring down, but we have seen the script, and the Bengals played that script so well against the Titans. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it's simple, and teams still can't do it. And that, that's what's amazing to me. And, yeah, I mean, you get, you get Tennessee Unreal. down. They are not a play-from-behind team. No, they're not. Uh, now, let's, let's be fair. This game was knotted up after the third quarter, 13-13. That, that is a Titans game. And Cincinnati just made the plays. And, and Cincinnati see, players Joe said Burrow. it after the game. Right. We have Joe Burrow and they don't. I mean, that seems pretty simple to me. I mean, the ball that he threw to T. Higgins for that touchdown. It's a good ball, man. Good play by Higgins. Good ball. Mm. And they did it without Joe Mixon, too. Samaji P. Ryan actually had a, had a solid game for that. Solid them. game for them. Yeah. Solid game off the bench. He's been playing well as of late. I think, he, I think they might try to... Maybe feather out some touches for Joe Mixon, make sure he's healthy for the playoffs. And I don't mind um, that for them. Right. So um, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. A good win for them. Tennessee, you can just miss me on this team. Um, yeah. I, I, we just don't see it. We just don't see no, it. No, no. I mean, they'll win the division. They'll get a division game. They'll get a home playoff game, but I don't expect a lot. So you could potentially, I mean, the Titans. I mean, Titans of Miami. Titans uh, of Miami. I mean, Miami. Titans of Buffalo. Buffalo. Like, I don't, I just don't see. This. Well, actually, right now, right now, if it ended today, Cincinnati would go back to Tennessee. Give me Cincinnati. Again. Yeah. Again. Again. Buffalo is the fifth seed right now. Yeah. Give me Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. Right. If, if, if they draw like the Jets, give me Tennessee. But I don't think the Jets will be in that wild card Agreed. spot. Agreed. To be fair. Agreed. But I, I just don't I just don't have any confidence right now unless something significantly changes in their passing game. I just don't have the confidence in this team. No. Next up, um, we, we've skipped a couple games. No Texans, Dolphins for us. Dolphins won 30 to 15. Jets 31 to 10 over the Bears. Let's go to the Commanders Falcons, two kind of fringy teams, Bryce. Barkas Mariota 
driving all the way down the field. Mariota, uh, an offensive play by Deron Payne. It's a deflection. Kendall Fuller got the, got the pick for the Commanders, putting them at 7-5. and five. I mean, I don't want to state the obvious, but Carson once starts another game. They are a horrible, horrible. And it's re- and if you're the Falcons, you got to be just hitting that wall, man. Just punching the wall at how many times that you've beaten yourself. Like, that's what this game comes down to to me. I mean, Washington made good plays, but Falcons beat themselves, Bryce. Oh, absolutely they did. I mean, it just self-inflicted things by Atlanta has cost them all season. Um, and the fact that this is not a complete roster whatsoever. No, it's not. That's the thing that's also showing up on this. On this. Yeah, I agree. Right. And is there a is there a better division than the NFC East this season? Every single I mean, team is in contention. I think for the it's playoffs. Them. Yeah, them in the AFC East, and I'm probably leaning the NFC East. I'm probably oh, leaning the NFC East. You know, I mean, I think oh the NFC. Mean, okay, NFC yeah, I mean the AFC East is, you know, some has a good has good depth behind it, but I, I mean Washington is is. I guess hot right now. Oh, I think and and real. I and I do believe that Ron Rivera said he was gonna he picked a quarterback a couple weeks ago and that's who he's going with and I believe it is Heineke. So I don't think you have to worry about that. Uh, well, but I defended him. But I watched film on him. I watched yeah, film on right, him in Indy. Right. I watched film on him in Indy. Look, yeah, I mean point, I get pointless. it. It was smart. It was it's smart. Don't get me wrong. It's very smart of him. Yeah. To, say, to not even reveal the name. That's smart. That's smart. And, and, and look, Ron's been, Ron's been really good. Ron was a guy I know for a fact, I thought potential firing. He has not been really steady um, since all of that went down. And I mean, this team's figured it out. Caleb. Yeah, go ahead. Are you going to buy a big hat like Brian Robinson? Hey man, look, look, I actually was going to, Thought it would potentially be fun. Potentially be fun to do this bet. I think Washington's better than the Giants. No, no. I, I think stop. Washington. I think Washington's better than the Giants. Oh my gosh! I thought Washington was better than the Giants. We might talk about this at a later date, potentially a later pod. But uh, it would be interesting to challenge one another uh, for a big hat contest. <laughs> Of who of who would have to? I don't how even know how that would work. Pops. I don't know how that. I don't, I don't even know how it. I don't know how it works. So we. I don't even know if it's even worth it. But it would be fun because of obviously <laughs> Brian. But in all seriousness, like I, I think this team's really good, and I, I think they found something. And I'm not trying to get in the way of them, man. I'm really not. They're really good. They're really, really, really good, and they're basically getting in my. Well, they're not basically. They're getting in my opinion, the most talented player on their roster back next week. Who? Chase Young. If they get Chase Young yeah. back into that roster, I just... That's like adding a, that's like adding a big-time star at the deadline. That's like yeah. a big free agent move. I mean, and when you're already hot like that, it's hard to, it's hard to not say that this team is not a playoff team. I'm sorry. It's hard. It's hard. When you I look don't know. At, it's hard. I mean, It'll I get close. it. You're, you're trusting on Heineke, but man, they, they are really finding some rhythm. By the uh, way, those big hats are $75. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you. Broncos 23 to or Broncos lost. Uh, Hackett's getting fired probably by the end of the year. Uh, Ravens and Jaguars. The Jaguars win this game 28 to 27. Jacksonville at home. I mean, Doug Peterson superflexed. Uh, Doug Peterson superflexed. Trevor Lawrence superflexed. This, what a win from the Jaguars here. Boy, big time to me, win. This, to me, this had, to me, I mean, I'm just being honest with you, Bryce. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I know what you're going to do. I know you're going to sit there and say the Ravens blew a nine, a nine point. Yeah, they did. Fourth quarter lead. Yeah, they did. And whatever. But I'm just letting you know right now, this game ain't about the Ravens. It's about what the Jaguars are heading. This is a game where it shows where the Jaguars are heading. This is a team yeah. that's setting themselves up for a nice future, a nice position here. I think that I think this was a terrific, terrific win, and a win that Doug Peterson can go back to and say, "Look, we follow the plan. Trust me, we can get it done." Incredible, incredible win for this Jaguar team. Yeah, it's a, a great win. fourth quarter. And, and real quick, you know, and obviously they they won on that two point conversion. You know, Bryce, what did you, what did you think about that decision? What did you think about that play? Because I mean, that was just that that was the modern version of the NFL taking advantage of the momentum and opportunity. Yeah, it's not it's not only that, but it's also know thy opponent, right? If you go into overtime against the Baltimore Ravens, who have been, you know, a beast in the past, you know, that just you know, they just grind you down. Do you really want to put the do you want to give the ball back to Lamar Jackson? Right. And and risk the chance of him breaking a big run or somebody getting behind the defense. No, you know, let's just go for the win. We're three, we're three and seven. Yeah. What do we got to lose? Exactly. And, and I think and I think that gains the confidence of, of the guys in the locker room too. Hundred percent. They already like him, but 100%. a decision like that already makes you even more likable that that you gave your your guys a chance. Mm-hmm. You gave your guys a chance, mm-hmm. and that's a confidence builder for your young quarterback, but also the the young guys on this team. Great. So i I think it's I think it's a decision. Peterson, we know Peterson's got balls, right? But he just he just hardballed hardball. Why? Yeah, I hated on him before. I hated on him in his last. Uh, last yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. did. You did. did. You did. You are a hater. I forgot about that. You are. I, a I did. Hater. I did. But I'm transparent. What a joke. I'm transparent, and I don't think I was wrong. I do think he was bad at his last stretch in Philly. Okay. But they, but they have gotten. He has clearly just given them a nice, solid foundational mind in Jacksonville. Yes. But Caleb, let us not, let us not skip over the Ravens. Yeah, you, you're, yeah, I know. You're not going to let me. You're not going to. You're oh, not no, going to no. let me because oh, you're. No, no, no. you're, you're going to sit here and tell me no, they're no. fraudulent. You're they gonna, are fraudulent. You're going to tell me that the running back, the running quarterback association, doesn't know what they're talking about. That's what Frauds. you're going to do all night. Frauds, frauds, fraudulent. Baltimore Ravens. I'd, I would want to play them in the playoffs. Absolutely. You would. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think I would too. Absolutely, I would. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're not putting away teams. Harbaugh letting you have a chance. I think that uh, I think Harbaugh seat. Have you ever been in a car with seat warmers? Yeah. Heated seats. Nice in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. It feels nice. Sorry. I think I think Harbaugh is they just turned on his heated seats. Starting to get a little warm. You're you're comfortable. You're comfortable. It's a little warm right now. Yeah. 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 There you go. I can see it. I mean, that's my take. 
Now I'll tell you, I'll tell you the the biggest blessing in disguise for that franchise might be Greg Roman potentially getting a Stanford head coaching position. Did you see that today? No, that's a <laughs> yeah. joke. Are yeah. you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, that's yeah. their shortlist. Yeah, Greg yes. Roman. Yes. Oh yes. my god, he's close gosh. to an agreement to be the Stanford oh, head coach. Oh my gosh, what yeah. a joke! Yeah, what a, a joke! Yeah, enjoy I'm that. See en- that one. Enjoy that. I did not see that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I missed that. Not. Yeah, right. Yeah, enjoy that. Go for it. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be funny to. Funny to watch out for, that's for sure. Uh, next Disgusting. up, um, a big game in my opinion. Um, coming out of this, coming out of this slate, um, in the sense of look, I, I don't care. I'm going to jump on it early. Uh, it, I'm going to do get the sack a little bit early. I don't. Oh my! Care. Look at Cliff you. Kingsbury sucks. <laughs> Hard Knocks is trying to convince you and sell you. That Cliff Kingsbury is doing a really good job. Um, I have to appreciate one friend of mine who was who reminded me of that as I was like, "Oh wow, like look at Cliff!" Like, oh, you were buying the hype. Well, I just fell for dude. It. I I knew it's from I the first episode. It. He has no uh, idea. He I has no idea. I'm sorry, I fell for it. You like, clown. But can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Sure, but it's not going to be anything good. I think the coaching staff, specifically the offensive line coach. In that situation, like you can't, it's it. You can't really control. I don't care if you're Bill Belichick or Andy Reid. That's that's really hard to control. And there was a lot of problems around him. Now you could make the argument that Cliff Kingsbury was a part of all of those hires, and so therefore he has to get some sort of accountability for that. But to me, this was a game that I mean, and I like the Chargers, but this is a type of game that you got to win. And I mean, I text, you know, I texted some people in our network. I, and I said, I said, the Cardinals are blowing a 10 to nothing lead. And I've never been more confident in my life that they were going to blow that lead ever. And the chargers just came in there, came back. I mean, with no running game, no running game. And the Mm. chargers found a way to win that game. Gutsy wind, incredible price, the incredible. And I think Joe Lombardi, you want to talk about a bad offensive coordinator. I, I, what a play. Like he set that play up perfectly to get them that two point conversion. I think that's a big win for the Chargers and, a, and something that Arizona, that's a loss that you got to write down. You had to write down four reasons why you're get you're gone. This is probably one of them. Yeah. This is one of them. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Cardinals must win game, have the lead, and the Chargers, yeah, they they ride the momentum too. Screw them. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because, I mean, the Chargers kind of have to go for broke too. Uh, so, good game from Justin Herbert. This is the Justin Herbert that, you know, we're used to. Throw a lot, a lot of yards, three touchdowns. Uh, that's that's what we're used to. I mean, he's got his boy Keenan Allen back. Um, still no Mike Williams, but DeAndre Carter had a nice game. Austin Eckler continues to do what he does. Right. That dude is a target whore, uh, touchdown whore, uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, fantasy God. Let's just, you know, we're living in the midst of a fantasy God. Um, Arizona, man. I mean, Kyler Murray, gosh, that contract is going to look really bad in a couple years. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he basically just threw Cliff under the bus in his press conference yeah, talking about the schematics. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. Yeah, what'd you think but, of that? What'd you think of that? 
What, what did you, what Kyler Murray is not, no, no, it doesn't change anything because Kyler Murray is not exempt from this because he is the first one to pull the ball down and just take off. You don't even let plays develop. You don't see open Mm. guys. You don't read the field well enough. You turn the ball over. That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to, I, so criticize Cliff all you want. You are just as at fault. I think Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury is done, but Kyler Murray, dude, look in the mirror, my brother. Right. Right. He, I mean, DeAndre he's easily Hopkins one of the most talented targets? quarterbacks. He's easily one of the most talented quarterbacks, but at some point, it there's just has to be a level of like, like as he gets older, as he starts growing, we should be seeing some different things. And and I hope that I hope he can get there because I do think his talent's incredible, and I think he's a very fun watch when he's on. Yeah. Very fun watch. Next up, man, this was such a God bless. Easily my worst game of the betting week. Uh, the Raiders against the Seahawks, 40 to 34. <laughs> Raiders win four and seven. Oh. See, four and seven of the year, six and five of the year. Bryce said Seahawks minus three and a half. Oh. Seahawks minus three and a half. Should have been able to beat. get that for me. That bad was, beat. That was ridiculous. Oh, no. The Raiders, the Raiders absolutely came in there and just broke my heart. Um, uh, the Raiders are now four, uh, they're now four and seven. Like they, their offense, especially the running game, like Josh Jacobs. Obviously, you and I have talked about Jacobs. We've talked about his talents. We've talked about the Raiders having to get him involved, needing him to be a focal point, making sure that he's a part of your long term future as well. This is a game where, like, <laughs> if you have any hesitancies on paying him a contract, like isn't this the game that you just show if you're Josh Jacobs and his agent? Well, yeah. I mean, this is like, yeah. I mean, this is a contract year, like blessing. Gosh. I mean, yeah, that's big time. And the fact that, that Josh McDaniels had the wherewithal to give him the ball 33 times. That's good coaching. That is good coaching. That's good coaching. And we haven't seen it often, but it's weird because he did that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Where he gave Jacobs a bunch of carries and he just popped off and then he went away from him like the next week. So, I mean, obviously something works when you give Josh Jacobs the ball lots, uh, you know, a lot of times. And clearly the old line succeeding. Clearly. Right. Which, you know, we've had questions about in the past. Yep. Um, yeah. I, that, you got to keep giving it to him. Agreed. And, you know, if I'm Seattle, I'm not upset that I lost this game. This is a Ooh, heck of a game, man. Ooh, I am. You are really? Can I tell well, you why? The way, the way they lost, I would be upset with. Can, can I tell you why? Sure. Their defense just let anyone run down that field on them. They would have yeah. let my granny run 10-yard routes out in the middle. They would have let my they would have let my grandpa take a 15-yard out route. They would have let you get open uh for a 60-yard touchdown. Like they did not stop anyone. And that is, that was just, I mean, again, I, this is the Raiders that we expected from mm-hmm. earlier in the season, but I mean, Bryce, there was little to no resistance and in the Seahawks, bread and butter has always been getting the ground game going. Kenneth mm-hmm. Walker, a player that you and I've talked very highly about since he's taken this role, like 26 yards against a bad Raiders front. And a Seattle Seahawks offensive line that was playing really well. Like, do I think the Seahawks can figure it out? Yes, but I'm not okay with the loss. I'm not okay with losing at home 
to a Raiders team. That that just shouldn't happen. This shouldn't happen. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not happy with the way they lost, but Ugh. I mean that's a heck of a game, dude. Ugh. Heck of a game from both sides. It was. Squads. I just it was. I just man. I don't. Uh, we'll see. Anyhow, next up, Packers Eagles. Um, Eagles forty, Packers thirty three. That was forth, a fun one. Back and forth game, uh, but the result was what it should have been. Eagles are better than the Packers. Packers stink. Um, Jordan Love looked really good. Yeah, he did. Uh, the did the, look good. the ground game looked somewhat effective. Um, another fluky game from Christian Watson. The defense. Um, I I just. I'll be honest. I think the I think the Philadelphia Eagles should have won this game by like fifteen plus. This was not a game that felt a seven. This was not a game that felt like a seven a one score game. The offenses were back and forth, but it felt like Philadelphia just could not finish. Bad. I mean, I talked to you about this. I mean, their sneak can be somewhat effective, but it's also incredibly predictable. Yeah. And I. I think this, you know, obviously Philadelphia won, but, you know, you want to be the number one seed in the NFC and you want to go as far as I think their hopes are. I I think you should have beaten the Packers by more, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I know you really like this game. Yeah, no, I. I, The Eagles have won in, in several different ways. They put up points. They've grinded out low scoring games, right? They've done whatever is necessary to win. And that's what I'm paying attention to. Mm. Uh, Jalen hurts to was taking what the defense was giving him. I mean, shoot, he ran for a hundred yards in the, in the first quarter. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't like he was looking to run either. Right. They were just giving him the field, which is pretty unwise. Obviously yeah. he ended up running for a hundred. He ran for more yards than he threw for. How about that? Think about that for a second. Which I, impressive, impressive. It is impressive, but sustainable. And it's, no, no, it, but but that's my thing. That's what I'm saying. Okay, is okay. We've seen Jalen Hurts throw for 250 yards, but we've also yeah. seen him run for 157. Yeah. Like, pick your poison. Do you want Miles Sanders? Do you want Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell? You want some AJ Brown? You want some Jalen Hurts? Right. right. What right. Do you want? Right. What do you want? And, and they decide, and the Packers decided they want Jalen Hurts, and they got Jalen Hurts. My God, they did. They didn't even so, respect Jalen Hurts. No, they, they didn't, didn't put a spy him. out there. Right. They put a spy. I mean, they that were all was horrible. Who are who are you so worried? You're, you're telling me you're that worried about Devontae Smith and AJ Brown, dude? Make somebody like Quez Watkins. Agree. Be, I are you I kidding agree. me? I agree. Right? Now, Ken, I agree. Quez Watkins has been playing some good ball lately, but yeah. I mean, nonetheless. But you should, Quez like, who are you letting beat? Right, exactly. I'm making him beat me. I'm not letting Jalen so, Hurts scramble for 50 easily like that. Right. He would. And he would. Yeah, and he did. Yeah. He did. He had two big runs in the first quarter that basically got him the 100 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, and Packers, I mean, good resiliency. They hung with them. Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers before he got hurt in that game. But, I mean, props to Jordan Love for coming in. Tough spot. A lot of criticism over the past couple of years, you know, a lot, a lot of animosity, I think, built up towards him. Mm-hmm. And he just came in. He just bald, man. He's bald. So good for him. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Packers do, because I think I think there is a path where Jordan Love might start the rest of the season. 
<laughs> Am I wrong? Be, no, I just think that'd be very funny. I think it would be funny. I just think that'd be really funny. I think it would be funny too. The ultra million dollar man, the I'm a I'm a star. I'm I'm the top quarterback in the league. I'm getting all this money. And you know, I'm sorry. You know, if he really does have an oblique injury, he really has an oblique injury. Um, I think he does. I think the injury is very does he real. Have a thumb injury? He does have a thumb injury. I do think that's real too. I okay. I think it's a lot of uh, it's good Packers PR work. Next up, uh, uh, the Ste- the Steelers the Steelers on Monday Night Football. Um, I mean, I'm muting. I'm muting my co-host here. Uh, a mortal, a pretty much a mortal lock. Uh, I just, I just was like, dude, you, you, you're not winning this game. The Steelers aren't winning this game. They have no, the, the Colts aren't winning this game. They're, they're just not. Jeff Saturday is going to get out coached, and they're going to get beat up like their whole style of football. And the Steelers come in here and just cruise by with the physical play of their offensive line and defensive line. And Jeff Saturday, the guy that Bryce was sitting there talking five minutes about, basically speaking to him like he was making out with the five minutes. This guy, Jeff Saturday, he was sitting there and he was like, Oh, he's such a great coach. He, he did this. He does that. He's incredible. He does this. He does that. And he doesn't even manage the end of the game right. Right. What a horrible win. What a horrible, what a horrible win for the Steelers. What a horrible loss for the Colts. But I mean, I told you that they weren't going to win this game. Come on. But no, no, I, you, you come on. Never rushed. We were never, right there. Look, he's learning. He's learning. Oh, it's not a worry. Okay, whatever. It, look, look, I was there. I witnessed the whole thing. It wasn't great. Oh, come on. You know it. <laughs> come on. It's fine. It's horrible, Clark, it's man. Fine. Don't defend it's that. fine. It's fine. We'll move on. It's fine. If Cliff Kingsbury. We're, we're going to we're gonna go to Kingsbury Dallas. If Cliff managed the clock the way Saturday did, you would be all over him. Yeah, because be he's been a coach him. before. Oh, my gosh. Caleb, well, what are you going to do? What are, football what, coach. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? If if my Colts go into Dallas and win, what are you gonna do? Can I be honest? Hmm. It's like the don't don't don't, don't that's say like the, that's don't, like the <laughs> if you if you say anything like oh I wouldn't be shocked by that no don't don't it feels like a Dallas setback oh my goodness oh my god no no you don't get to do that you don't get to do it's that it's the weirdest game ever no you it's don't get the to do this game you, ever. you don't get to do this because you've been all over Dallas you're like oh this is you're just like Zach you're just like Zach oh this is this is their year the this is their year no no, no. I, I haven't been like that Zach is very confident I, I, he's Zach, Zach is Zach, Zach is, is on an is ultra doing, level. He is doing exactly what. He, look, he is pulling the typical Dallas Cowboys fan fandom thing. Presidents are here. Speech. This is our year. We're we're actually good. We're good. We're good. No, he's doing it. He's doing it to himself. He's Man, hurting himself. He is hard. He oh dude. Cowboys he's got hard. the he's got the love bug, dude. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. And I'm, I mean, I get it. Like I think they're really good. Man, he's he does have. Oh, big time, dude! Big time. Well, but anyhow, uh, Bryce, who is your uh, who's your good sex? Uh, 
man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good candidates out here. I, I very much agree. You know, like you could, you could go a lot of different ways. You could go a lot of different ways, but man, it's just tough. I, I honestly, I really think, I think Harbaugh is going to have it. You, What's you will have, you've always, you, been, you've always been a little, you haven't, you haven't been, been very high on Harbaugh. On it. No, I, I feel like proof get it right. done. Get it done. You are not making the necessary moves. You do all the cute stuff for the camera. You, you, you ask Lamar if he wants to go for two or if he wants to go for it on fourth down, but you, you don't, you don't make the decisions that matter. You don't make the decision that matter. Fire your offensive coordinator. Draft wide receivers. Stop picking up every freaking name on defense that is thrown out on waivers. Like, give me a break, dude. Like, why don't you do something that matters and not do things for the camera? Wow. Dear Lord. Wow. Give me a break. Wow. He was not afraid to get it. Get out of my face. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Uh, But anyhow. Um, I'll, I'll get into the uh, I'll get into the good old mailbag. We got a couple of mailbags, nothing too insane, too sweet, but we you know we appreciate the letters. Uh, and we'll start off with this one right here. <clears throat> hey guys, uh, I was hoping and praying for a breakout season. Uh, my touchdown numbers are I would I, I hoped would increase, uh, but it never happened. I just never could find a rhythm. It really hurts that I'm done for the year now. With the division title on the line, are my dirty birds going to get it done without me on the field? Sincerely, Kyle Pitts. No, I don't think it's enough, is it? No. To be honest with Kyle, we have to. We have to. You know, we were trying to root for him, and now I don't think we have it anymore. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry. We we just don't. I'm sorry. Now, Kyle, I don't know. I don't know what I, I'm sorry. It's got to be Arthur Smith, right? Do you think? I, I don't know, but man, they, they've had every opportunity to get this division. Like, you have a dynamic guy in Cordero Patterson. You have Drake London, another stud wide receiver that you just drafted. It's you have hard. Kyle Pitts, the quote unquote generational tight end. Well, I think he is. I think he is. I just don't think they're using him right. And and then yes. they you had Calvin Ridley, right? It's just a mess. It's, it's a mess. I, I, I don't know, man. I think this offseason's telling for the Falcons. I think I think it will be too. I mean, obviously they need defense, but ah, defense and offensive line. They got to take a big step next year. That's all I know. Because yeah, is laying right in front. Probably of figure out the quarterback thing too. Might be a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey guys, uh, I'm not making a long statement. I'm not. I'm not going to make a long opening statement crediting every single player uh, that I face every week. Uh, but my team has always been known for making mistake-free football and high-level coaching. However, we're barely in the playoff picture. The turnovers are happening in critical times, and the defense has been great this season. And that's basically why we are where we are, considering our offense right now. How do you feel about our playoff chances? And do you think that we'll end up as one of the seven seeds? Sincerely, Bill Belichick, right? What do you think ah, Bill B. Bill B back. Um, I think they always have a chance as long as Belichick is there. I've seen enough 
where I really, I man, it's rare for me to like a Patriots player, but I really like Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, stud. Yeah. Big time stud, man. I mean, he's very good. He is big time good. stud. Yeah. Um, not a Mac Jones guy, but I guess it's, I think it's certainly possible. I'm not banking. I wouldn't put money on it. Yeah, yeah I agree. I wouldn't put I know you said that they're done, but right. I think there's a chance. There's a, there's I like them better than the Jets' chance. I, I, I'm worried about my Jets. Yeah, you should be worried about your Jets. Although Mike White bald. Yeah, he did. Well, I, I like Mike White. I'm worried it's going to wreck me. That's all. And I'm, I'm really upset for Johnny. I don't want Johnny <laughs> to lose on any ice cream again. He went out for ice cream. He didn't have ice cream for like two weeks. He didn't have ice cream for like two or three weeks. And he might not have any more ice cream. Caleb sends me every, he sends me the video every time Johnny gets ice cream. He sends it to me. And I miss not sending it to you after two weeks or three weeks or whatever it was. I saw it on my timeline again. And I'm a, I'm worried it's just not going to happen too much longer. So uh, I hope you can get more ice cream, Johnny. Uh, dear Bryce and Caleb, I pretty much hate you in this podcast. You basically originated a segment out of me not doing my job well. It seems now that more and more coaches are getting the sack. <laughs> if I told you five head coaches would be let go this offseason, who sincerely? Doug Moreau. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a good throwback. You said how many, how many coaches? Five. 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 And which one, which job would be the best? That you say? Uh, just five. Who, who do you think of the five? Oh, the five? Yeah, for Doug, because Doug has been so used to getting buried and he's used to his organization's burying. He just wants to know. Who are the five head coaches that are most likely going to get buried in the offseason? That haven't been buried already? Yes. If, and, and, maybe, and maybe there's a tier to it. Like, I think, I mean, I think you and I both agree Hackett's gone. Yes, Hackett and Cliff. Hackett and Cliff are gone. Now, if you made me guess, okay, this is a guess. It's not. A real thing. It's a guess. I think. I mean, unless you consider, and I'm talking not interim roles. By the way, I'm not talking interim roles. So, like people like Jeff Saturday doesn't count. Uh, I think Lovey's done. I think that's three. I think Lovey's done. Okay. Um. Okay, you ready for a take I've been having lately? <laughs> Stored up in the kitchen. Okay. Ready for this one? Matt Lafleur. Oh, come on. No, no way. No way. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Go it's ahead. not that I don't think he's done a good enough job. Go ahead. I just think Rogers is going to force it. Rogers will only have one more year on his deal, though. I think Rogers can do whatever he wants. <sighs> That'd be a clown show, dude. But don't you come on. Okay. Don't you no, you can't think that's no, crazy. No, I it, you it is think crazy. That's crazy. I don't I, I, <laughs> No, they, I just I, I could see it happen. Though. I could no, see it. I, I don't think so. No, I think Dennis Allen and I think Dennis Allen is one of them. Okay, I could see. And that. then I think if Brandon Staley misses the playoffs, I just don't. Yeah, see Yeah, I'm in, I'm in on that. I'm in on Staley. Those are my five. So Cliff Hackett, I'm I'm gonna lean Look Staley Lafleur for me. Staley okay. and Allen. Okay. Um. 
I think the optics of removing Todd Bowles would be too bad. Mm. Mm. You don't think you, you don't think they'd move off Bowles? I kind of think they would. I Under would 500. like to think that they would, but I, I maybe the only I thing think, that would, the only thing that would save those optics would be promoting Byron Leftwich. I agree. Um, I agree with that very much. Boy, I don't. Would you have a similar list? Maybe Allen in there? Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't, I think, I don't think they get rid of Lovey. If, if, if you, if you go, okay. So Nick Casario is the GM, right? Yeah. Okay. If you go two years, two years in a row, firing a coach, obviously you don't know what you're doing. It has become very obvious that you don't know what you're doing. That's true. So I don't think they do that. I don't think they do that. Um, you think they're going to give the you're going to they're going to see if it's front office. They're going to try front office now. Is what maybe, your point is. Maybe, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I think I think they may just hang tight and go through another draft because again, I feel like they had a pretty solid draft. I did, they, they had guys I, yeah. that that played. Damian Pierce. You've seen the flashes from him. Uh, okay, Petrie but- in the in the secondary. Stingley in the secondary. I think you got good building blocks. But Bryce, after Brandon Cooks was said, you know, he was asked about, did he have, I, I saw, I heard this today on the podcast. Brandon Cooks was asked if he thought that his team had, um, you know, what was his mentality? What was, this, what was the team, what was his mentality heading into the game? And how did he feel about his chances of having, of winning? And he basically said, my, I didn't believe we could win. Like as soon as I stepped on the field, I didn't believe we could win. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Like that's hard. But but uh, but also Brandon Cooks is trying to leave, dude. That's fair. So I I don't know. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, I yeah probably similar to you, honestly. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, that'll conclude it for us, Um, Bryce. We got a a big week coming. I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know what the week has in store for us. USA Saturday, uh, they're they're killing it in soccer. Um, you know it should be a terrific weekend for sports. Terrific weekend for football. Maybe a Buckeyes get in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe I'm hoping so. Crossing my fingers. There you go. All right. Uh, please not be afraid to check out and review the podcast.